Welcome to another episode of Appalachian Monsters and Mysteries. I'm Molly. I'm Belle. And before we get started, uh, I both want to warn you all, but also warn Belle that this is a really dark episode, so it's going to be a lot more serious. And uh, I wanted to preface this by saying, how do I say this? Belle don't Trigger. make jokes. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Trigger warning. Okay. Yeah. So, let's get right into it. I'm not prepared at all. Yeah, you're really not. Okay. Let's go. The 1900s were a time of great racial conflict within the United States. Uh, This was especially true in Atlanta, Georgia. It was here that the Atlanta race riot of 1906 took place uh, due to claims that were made by local newspapers. This resulted in anywhere from 25 to 40 African Americans uh, being killed. It was obvious that there was still racial unrest in the city into the early 19, 1910s? Yeah. Teens? 1910s. 1910s. Uh, with that being said, all of the victims that we'll be discussing were African American. It was on May 27th, 1911, that Mary Bell Walker was killed while returning home from her job as a cook. The next morning, her sister found her bed empty and while looking frantically, discovered the body of Mary in a field near her house with a jagged cut across her throat. Oh, God. Yeah. Very, very brutal. On May 29th, the Atlanta Constitution buried the story on page seven. Addie Watts. A murder story? Yes. On page seven? Yeah. That's why... This was... Uh, yeah so this was all very like racially charged yes exactly okay yeah that's why i said what i did in the beginning because the media had the media played a big part in this i feel like a crappy part yeah and we can talk about that afterwards Addie Watts was found on June 15th near the Southern Railway. A coupling pin, which was found near the body, was found to be the object used to smash her head in. What is that? That's the piece that connects two trains together. For some reason, when I read coupling pin, I was thinking that it was like the thing that is hammered into the ground for the railroad. Oh, like but the it's nail? Like, yeah, that's what I thought, but that's not okay. what it is. It's the piece... It's like the that puts huge the train piece track together. that the trains that connect the trains. Oh, you know how they're the big metal pieces that like connect yeah. together. That's what it was. At least that's what came up on my Google search whenever I typed this in. And how was she killed with this? Uh, she was she they the killer took it and hit her in the head with oh, it. God. Not only that though. Her throat was cut, and her body had been dragged close to the railroad tracks. So, But that makes me think that he wants it to be found. If you drag it closer yeah. to someone being able to see it. I mean, because if you drag it closer to railroad tracks, then someone's going to see it. Yeah, that would make sense. Uh, the next day, the Atlanta Journal questioned whether the murders were committed by the same person. It was also the first time that these killings were compared to Jack the Ripper. In my timeline. Excuse me? In my timeline here. Excuse me? 
Jack the Ripper. Yes, Jack the Ripper. I didn't know that he was possibly tied to this case at all. Well, I mean, not really tied to it, but there were a lot of comparisons made between this killer and Jack the Ripper. So in case you didn't know, uh, Jack the Ripper, uh, the whole case, was a series of murders that occurred in London beginning in 1888. He was connected to five murders that all happened in that year. However, there is speculation that he murdered more women up until 1892. All his victims were women. Four of the five were prostitutes. Prostitutes, After offering to give them money for their services, he would slit their throats and then disembowel them with a six-inch knife. Yeah, they believe he was a doctor or in the medical field in in some way. Yeah. They also believe he came to America. So, I mean... Well... A lot of people believe that he is H.H. Holmes, who I'm sure we'll talk about one day. Yeah. Um, I remember hearing about that. Yeah. Chicago World Fair... Like he killed a ton of people. Mm, okay, it was a def. It was a different mo though, which mm-hmm. makes me believe that that's not the case here. But mm-hmm. this sounds like a similar mo, other than yeah. the disembowelment, and they're not prostitutes. Which... And that and that and that's my biggest thing with a lot of murders is what most of the time once they start killing the same type of people, like yeah. prostitutes. Um, which I don't love calling them prostitutes, but whatever. Yeah. Like, um, they slit their throat. Like, Sen of Sam, remember, he only killed dark-haired people. Yes. Like, dark-haired yeah. women. So I feel like once you get on the same MO, but uh, that was brave of police to try and tie those two MOs together that quickly, well, though. no, I don't think that they were ever... I don't think there was ever technically any speculation that they were the same person okay it was just that the similarities to jack the ripper yeah okay and like the brutality of the murders that they you you know how media in general is and they try to jump to conclusions yeah and and basically things exactly yeah and uh scare people yeah (laughs) so uh the jack the ripper the killer was never formally caught yeah, as we know. And I also, it wasn't until we started talking about it that I realized that, I mean, this was, they think that his last victim may have been in 1892 and these murders here occurred in 1911, which isn't that far. Mm-mm. It's not very far. Some people believe Jack Ripper was a woman. Oh yeah. I have heard that theory mm-hmm. before. What a, that'd be a twist. Wouldn't that be crazy? There's not that many female serial killers. Janet the Ripper. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) That's the first. That's the first J name that came to mind. The next murder occurred on June 24th, 1911. Lizzie Watkins was found with her throat slit before being dragged to some bushes. A week later, Emma Lou Sharp was waiting for her mother, Lena, to get home from the grocery store. After seeing the articles and her mother taking longer than she should have, Emma Lou started to worry. She went to the grocery store, only to find that her mother never made it there. As she began tracing her mother's path to the house, a tall man with broad shoulders wearing a black, broad-brimmed hat approached her. After he spoke to her, she had a bad feeling and tried to walk away, but he stopped her and said, don't be afraid. I never hurt girls like you. He did, in fact, (laughs) hurt her, though, by stabbing her in the back. She ran away bleeding and thankfully got help. Unfortunately, after a search, her mother was found dead with her head almost completely severed from her neck. 
Newspapers finally began reporting more about the killings and expressing that they thought that they were all connected. Yep. Oh my gosh. Very brutal. And you know what? The, Something I don't like, a liar. Um, he he literally, I mean, he's a he could have looked at her and said, I don't kill girls like you. He didn't kill her. That would be truthful. He didn't kill her. He said, I don't hurt uh, girls like you. But he, in fact, did. Stabbed her in the back, literally. Yeah. Literally. Um, yeah. I think that's pretty messed up. What makes, what what's horrible but interesting about this is the fact that he's getting more brutal especially mm-hmm. by the fact that, that woman was almost decapitated yeah yes like that makes me think that things are getting more violent mm-hmm. which means that he's probably like it, been encouraged by the fact that he's killed two people already yeah and it only gets worse great I'm so it was becoming a pattern that the murders occurred every saturday it was on... Because he had the day off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was on July 8th, 1911, a Saturday night that Mary Yeldel was returning home from her job as a cook. She heard a whistle and turned to see a tall, well-built African-American man. She ran screaming back to the house that she had just left from. The man grabbed a gun. The man from the house. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. The man The man that she ran to because she was okay. a cook for this family. Yeah. And she ran back there and the the man of the household grabbed a gun and ran to the alley to find that the man was still standing there. That's a brave man. Yeah, I know. And I read a couple reports. I don't know exactly what was said, but the man that had the gun supposedly said, put your hands up. The guy did not. And he managed to run away, like back out of the alley and escape. You gotta be kidding me. You the police serious? were called, but they couldn't find anything or anyone. Churches in Atlanta came together to offer a reward for this man's arrest. Churches? Yeah, it was. They were like um, churches, mostly made up of African Americans. Oh well, good for them. Yeah, churches is just kind of threw me off. Yeah, sorry. Between the close call and the spreading concern, the Atlanta Ripper began to change his tactics slightly. On the morning of July 11th, a Tuesday, a man discovered some oddly loose dirt on his normal way to work. He followed it until he discovered blood and found the body of Sadie Hawley in a gully. Her skull was fractured and her throat also was cut so deep that she was almost decapitated. He, if he really didn't want to get caught, then he would have like completely changed his, his MO, which yeah. makes me think like he just there's something well, cathartic about the fact that he's slitting their throat. God, yeah. I hate saying sentences like that. Yeah. Um, that is true. I hadn't really thought about that. that. Yeah. Cause if he wanted to change his MO, he could have killed them in a different way. I mean, mm-hmm. he could have kept hitting them over the head. Like, I think that he still wanted credit for the killings. He just didn't want to take the chance of being caught. And yeah, that's so why he, he kind of hid the bodies a little bit more. Yeah, and he changed a different day of the week. It was a Tuesday. Yeah. Well, he must ask for the day off. Yeah. She she was found on a Tuesday, Tuesday. so I believe that she was killed on a Monday. Okay. I think. And all of these were like more like blue collar workers too, like Mm. cooks and and people who would be probably coming home late, leaving early. The victims. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. They all worked for households the majority of them were cooks one 
one source said a servant. I don't really know. So they were kind all... Kind like a maid. Yeah, I would okay. say so. Uh, so Sadie Holly's shoes were cut from her body and were supposedly never found. I was really confused by that sentence because were her shoes cut from the body or were her feet cut off with her shoes? I don't know. I'm not I sure. It depends what kind of shoe it was. Yeah. If she would have had it cuts said, on her feet, it could have been like they could have seen cuts on the feet and the shoes yeah, were missing. Exactly. So, like, yeah. so I'm not sure. So it's just said, being souvenirs now? Yeah. Well, I mean, it yeah. could have been all along and it could yeah. have just been things that people didn't realize were missing. Yeah, that's true. Her comb was discovered away from her body beside the bloody rock that was used to fracture her skull. There were close to 500 people who gathered at the scene. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. Sadie became the first victim to make the front page of the Atlanta Constitution. So it I wasn't mean, until it, this point that the media decided that maybe these killings should make it to the front page because... People suck. <sighs> Ugh. Yeah. Most of these newspapers were uh, run by white men. I mean, just old white men. They probably. were. So in general, newspapers weren't as much worried about reporting things that didn't directly to pertain to them. Yes. The killings continued with 20 year old Mary Ann Duncan being found on Thursday, August 31st. She was lying between railroad tracks with her throat cut from ear to ear. Her shoes had also been removed, just like Sadie Holly's. This caused people to believe that the Ripper was still out there, despite an arrest being made for the murder of Sadie Holly. But as we all know, that that does not freaking matter. Yeah. If bodies keep showing up, you obviously did not catch the right person. Yeah. Or someone copied your literal exact MO. <laughs> yeah. But that really doesn't happen as often as people think it does. Yeah, really. On October 22nd, 1911, Eva Florence was found in a field with her neck stabbed instead of slashed. It could have been in a hurry. Yeah. On Friday, November 10th, the body of Minnie Wise was found in an alley. They're getting closer together. Yeah. Yeah, before they were, um, well, no, this was October 22nd to November 10th. And before, when they were talking about the Saturdays, they were like consecutive Saturdays, like a week apart. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, like every week. Yeah. She had been stabbed with a rock and dragged to a field where he slit her throat. She was then dragged 20 more feet, which was a common occurrence that he would... Drag them away from where he killed them. Hit them over the head, drag them somewhere, Mm -hmm. slit their throat, sometimes drag them somewhere else. So that was basically... That was a... Very common occurrence. I wonder why he did that. I don't know. That seems weird. In this case, though, her right index finger was cut off and her shoes were also missing. So, yeah, he's keeping souvenirs. Yeah, that's true. Shoes, though. Ew. Yeah, I know. I mean, I guess any souvenir. That's It's creepy, first of all. It's just gross. And a finger Finger? as well. Well, there was the one guy who Buffalo Bill from uh, Mm. Silence of the Lambs was based off of. He straight up skinned people. Yeah. Took their skin and made stuff out of their skin. Ew. Like That's lamps. So weird. Yeah. And shades for windows. Can you go somewhere and see some of the things that he made? Yeah, you can. I don't ever want to. 
I would. No, that there's not many things that gross me out, especially when we we're talking about like murder and stuff. I don't want to see a skin lamp. I don't. I'd like to see it. I guess just to say that I did. Most stuff like that normally creeps me out. It's just blood mostly. Things that don't involve blood. Doesn't blood. Bother me. Yeah. Okay, so I guess I should say that this was all of these killings. There were a lot that occurred during a span of time. Mm-hmm. And it was very difficult because some people said that all of these killings were connected. Other people said that they were different. So I'm going to go into some victims that could have possibly been victims of the Atlanta. River. Yeah, there's a lot of disagreement as to who all were, were considered definite victims of the Atlanta Ripper. And I can only guess that uh, papers are the ones that come up with the name Atlanta Ripper. Uh, the newspaper. I don't know, actually. Normally they're the ones that come up with the names. Yeah, it people. must have been. It had to have been because it wasn't It wasn't yeah. the killer who came like up with Like Son of that. Sam, the newspaper came up with that. I just came to a realization, but we're going to wait before I bring it up. Okay. Another possible victim from the killing spree is Mary Putnam on November 21st, 1911. Her body was found in a ditch with her skull fractured. Her throat and breast were also cut. Her heart was lying next to her. They cut her heart out? Yeah. Her heart was lying next to her along with the fingerprints of the killer. A bloodhound was brought to the scene but was unable to follow the scent they past have- like 200 yards. And they didn't have much feet. on fingerprinting back then. Unless yeah, your no. fingerprints were already like in the s- There wasn't even a system. Yeah, I know. I was like, huh. Unless your fingerprints were literally, they already had them yeah. on file. Right. And you had so- a person having to look and compare fingerprints. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, so the fingerprints really didn't do anything. Yeah. The newspaper went back to describe previous victims that they had failed to report on. There's still debate, like I said, as to who was who. Mm-hmm. Uh, some speculate that the killings began back in 1910 on October 3rd when the body of Maggie Brooks was found. She was 23 and worked as a cook. Her head had been fractured. Another argument is that the first was in January of 1911 when Rosa Trice, 35 years old, was found after being dragged away from her home. But, I mean, who's to say that they're not involved? This could have just been him getting ready, like, like yeah. test, test people. Right. I was going to say subjects, but I don't feel like that's respectful yeah. for these poor people that were murdered. I know. So I guess that's partly why there's debate as to when it all yeah, started. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, it's not completely the exact same MO, but he could have been figuring out what works best. Mm-hmm. So Rosa mm-hmm. Trice, her head was partly crushed. And once again, she was almost decapitated from how deep the cut was across her throat. <sighs> Killings continued, but never at the pace that they had before. Mm-hmm. A 19-year-old was found in some bushes with her throat stabbed in April 1912. The newspapers reported the Ripper's 20th victim as being a 15-year-old who was found floating in the Chattahoochee River with her throat cut and body mutilated in the spring, which is new. That's different. Yeah, and I don't feel... I feel like... I mean, I hate to give this man any credit... I feel like he is a more controlled, like, mm-hmm. murderer than yeah. to mutilate somebody because he's just, this is kind of just, like, a way for him to, like, I say him because I assume it's a man. 
I mean, he was sane. So yeah, but yeah, twice that poor little girl who got stabbed in the back. Yeah, and then the man mean? in the alleyway. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. So yeah. so definitely a man. Yeah. Um. I lost my train of thought. I feel like he was, he was a little bit more controlled than to mutilate people because mm-hmm. i feel like the slitting throat thing is enough because he could have just beat them over the head and killed them that yeah. way like he was obviously taller and stronger than than these women that he was attacking right it it throws me off that he was black though yeah it, uh, it i mean honestly it kind of surprised me as well so but it wasn't racial killings it, i mean uh, Technically, I mean, I really can't. I don't I really don't can't like voice opinion. Yeah, on that stuff. But I don't know. That's I know. I thought it was kind that, of bizarre. It surprised too. me that he's black. Yeah, like, that's one thing that throws me off. In March 1913, Laura Smith was found with her throat slit. She was of a mixed race and worked as a cook or same servant. Though. Yeah, maid. More women were killed, some in the same manner, but never as frequently as before. Some people, even during the time, like I said, believe that they weren't even killed by the same person. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the newspapers, I believe, <laughs> a grand jury said that none of them were connected at all, that they were all committed by the same, per- or by different people, but they never backed up why they thought this. And I can only assume that on this jury there was only white people and no person of color at all yeah bad to guess bad to guess so it's estimated that his victims are between 15 and 21 which is up to four times as many as jack the ripper oh wait i mean the the amount of victims sorry oh yeah how many victims he killed okay Uh, but oh my gosh yeah between 15 and 21 victims which is up to Four times as many as Jack the Ripper. That's more victims than we've ever covered. Really? For one, for one single murder. Yeah, because um, Mad Butcher did not kill that many people. And like even, I think he killed 13. Whoa. At most, I think it was 20. But yeah. I don't think, I think I'll, I would have to go back and, and look yeah. that up. So don't. Quote me on that. Hence, Quote me on the actual episode. Yeah. True, part one. <laughs> Hence why this episode had me, the, the research I was Well, I know for a fact crazy. Son of Sam did not kill that many people. Yeah. No. And even the U.S. Route 29 killer did not kill that many people either. Even, um, and we'll have to update you guys on that. There may have been another person who was added to that case that me and Miley did not know about. Yeah. Um, and we'll probably do a follow-up, a short mm-hmm. little follow-up. Um one day well in season four of that but yeah i think this is definitely he's killed more people than i think most of the serial killers that we've covered yeah this was a lot uh some of the suspects which are not many uh after sadie holly's death Henry Huff was arrested. They were seen together the night that she was killed and he was wearing clothes with dirt and blood on them. He also had scratches on his arms. Ultimately, he was released since he was only held on suspicion. Mm, Oh, yeah. Todd Henderson was also arrested in connection with her death. He, too, was seen with with her the night she was killed and was also close to the murder scene. Mm -hmm. 
Emily was brought in to try and identify the killer. After hearing Henderson speak, she shrank back and was sure he was the guy. He had also told police that he hadn't owned a pocket knife or a razor in over a year. Bills discovered that he dropped a razor off to a barber to be sharpened the morning after Sadie Holly's murder. And also, everyone has a knife. I said yeah. this in the Mad Butcher case. Everyone has a knife. If you have a house, you have a knife. Yeah, that's true. Like, if you have a house, you have a knife. Quote me on that. Put yeah. that on a t-shirt. If you have a house, you have a knife. Like, yeah, you gotta. You have cut to cut your stuff. Vegetables you literally have to cut like food yeah. and and things like that. Like, and even so, scissors. You can slit somebody's throat with scissors. Ew, I don't want to think about There's it. There's scissors right here. Please put them down. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can slit somebody's throat with anything that's sharp. Ew. Like a razor that he dropped off to be sharpened to a barber. Yeah, and the fact that he had. And I'm imagining that they didn't have like Gillette razors back then. <laughs> so this was like a legit razor yeah. that I guarantee you a bunch of men had. But oh, the fact yeah. that he sh- had it sharpened right after someone was murdered. Yeah, that's odd. Uh, the evidence was still considered circumstantial, Jeez. though. Uh, Henry Huff was indicted for the murder of Sadie Holly, but he was found not guilty. On August 10th, 1912, Henry or Lawton... Did he Lawton. Have two names? Lawton. I guess it, mm, Is that a nickname? Maybe one of That's them was a, a middle weird name. Weird nickname. Yeah. Uh, he Brown was his last name. I don't know if I mentioned uh, Henry that. Henry Lawton Brown. Yeah. He was arrested for the murder of Eva Florence. Okay. His wife said that he came home multiple Saturdays, many of which the murders took place on, wearing bloody clothes. He supposedly mentioned details of other crimes while being questioned. He went on trial in October. Someone testified that (laughs) police had strapped him to a chair and hit him until he confessed, though. Do they have proof of this? That means they shock me. Yeah, no. I mean, please. Nope, not going to say it. Yeah. He also confessed that he suffered from hallucinations. Oh. He was acquitted because the jury was convicted that he would confess to anything under pressure. Me. It was <laughs> me. Oh my gosh. Basically. We're the same. <laughs> um, I too would say anything yeah. if put under enough pressure. Imagine being it specifically said trial? chained to a no. chair. You wouldn't even and have to hit. chain me up. Put me in a chair in a room full of cops. I'll say whatever needs to be said to get out of that chair Please and out of that room. Please arrest her. I'm begging you. If you want this podcast to go on, never even pretend like she's being questioned over anything. I'll, I'll admit to it. Do you think, I don't want to scare you, but do you think if you were ever, like, maybe not even arrested, but questioned for something and, like, went on trial, do you think we could use this podcast to be like, yeah, <laughs> she just... This, this is just how she is. Instead She'll of having like a character witness to prove that I'm not reliable, they're just going to go back and play episodes of this podcast and me being like, I will admit to anything. <laughs> yeah. We'll play Literally. it. We'll play it for the jury. Yeah. Like, uh, no, I am this man. You, if you would try to accuse me of anything, I would say yes. I it, mean, it still is weird, though, that he had blood on his clothes maybe, the Saturdays. Was he a butcher? 
I believe that would have been mentioned. So I don't yeah, think his so. wife probably would have been like, it was really sketchy that he kept coming home with blood. And then their kid was like, mom, he's a butcher. What do you <laughs> what mean do you it's suspicious? <laughs> like, do they have showers maybe, at his job? No. Yeah, maybe uh, they were just having problems in their marriage. And she was like, you know what? <laughs> and she accused him of murder. Yeah. <laughs> she, she just secretly wants a divorce. And this is the yeah. only way she can get out of this marriage. Be like, I think it was my husband. Yeah. If but- you need me. And on him, be it like, didn't even work. he'll literally say whatever you need him to say. <laughs> like, if Dustin He's, ever really wanted to get rid of me, he could like have me arrested, and I would just be like, I definitely did it. Yeah, that's true, Dustin. Now you know. Please don't have me arrested. I'll literally have a panic attack. So as many as six men were arrested for the crimes, but nobody was convicted, leaving the case unsolved. Uh, other interesting facts, though were that at some point in the midst of this, after everything had kind of died down, it had been a while. Supposedly the killer began to leave notes around the city. (sighs) Yeah. Uh, Threatening to cut the throats of African-American women who were outside after a certain time. The notes were signed Jack the Ripper. Yeah. This was just a dramatic boy, basically. Yeah, it's kind of, that's what I'm thinking too. There are also questions about whether the killer was obsessed with shoes or feet like for obvious reasons. Ew. Ew. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. It's weird because there were multiple victims who had their shoes cut. There were cases like that on Dexter. Ew. I don't want to think about it. Yep. Or they, they took the shoes. Yeah. Uh, there's cases like that on Criminal Minds too. Ew. I love Criminal Minds yeah. though. I can't watch too many episodes of that. It starts to make me more paranoid than I already am. I used to watch that quite a bit when I was younger with my family. I watched, I liked uh, and Spencer. Spencer Reed. Oh yeah. He was always okay. my favorite. Sadie Holly's shoes were also completely missing from the scene. So I yeah, evidently that. the shoes. Okay. Now it makes sense. The shoes were cut from her body, but they were left there after they had been cut off. But her shoes were completely missing altogether. Oh, I bet you he didn't want to take them because they had to cut them off. Okay. Oh, oh, Here, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Okay. What I'm yeah. saying is. Yes. Because they were not like perfectly intact. Right. He did not want them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. In a couple articles, it was also speculated that the killer had anatomy knowledge. Because he could slit their throats? Anybody knows that if you slit someone's throat, they're going to die. Yeah. If you hit someone over the head, you're going to knock them out. If you slit somebody's throat, you're going to kill them. (laughs) I know. There wasn't a lot to back that up. I didn't really know exactly where that came from. Yeah, that doesn't really make sense. Because these other murders that we've talked about. Anatomy knowledge makes sense. Like Mad Butcher, he literally drained their entire body of blood. Yeah. Son of Sam, I don't know. I know you're still alive. I hope you don't listen to our podcast. Uh, he really didn't know much about anything. Yeah. Nothing at all. He just knew he didn't like dark haired women. Yeah. And a dog talked to him, which that's not true. Yeah. What were we talking about? I said I had a point before, but I forgot what it was. Maybe we already covered it. Hopefully. Were we talking about the shoes? Like the feet? We talked about how they, he did, he might've not wanted the shoes because he cut them off of their feet. Yeah. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. But that's 
that's the case. Again, I feel really bad. This was really difficult because there were so many victims. Yeah. I would be doing research and then another victim would be mentioned that hadn't been mentioned in any of the other articles that I read. Mm, yeah. And I was like, okay, so is this connected? Is it not? There's a lot of speculation as to who the first victim was, who the last victim was, because there were so many killings and some of them were just yeah. slightly different. Yeah. So there's More, no way to I, really know. I think that... I mean, I, I obviously I'm just hearing about this most for, for the most part for the first time. But if it doesn't follow the same MO of getting your head bashed in and then getting your throat slit. Yeah. Then I don't because this guy doesn't sound like he strays far off of his, right. his main MO. Yeah. Like, honestly, not that I am a detective or basically. a psychologist. Or basically, we like are. Both I mean, I watch things. a lot of TV. I hope to eventually graduate with a minor in psychology so i'm practically a professional i wanted to go into the fbi for a really long time but can you imagine me in the fbi no you guys hear my voice every week could you imagine me in the fbi (laughs) that's honestly a a scary thought can you imagine me with a gun no i don't want to i would accidentally shoot somebody i know that's a shadow of a doubt (laughs) i know that that's concerning someone scares me i would shoot them and that's why i didn't join the fbi I'm glad. I'm glad that you're here. Dustin's probably also glad because he also probably would be like, yeah, I don't feel comfortable you having a gun. Yeah. Probably shouldn't feel You guys probably just heard a horn honk. <laughs> We're at our studio, which is yeah. beside a road. So. I really don't know who did this. Uh, I know it wasn't Jack the Ripper. Yeah, no. <laughs> Oh, that's actually what it was. You had mentioned Jack the Ripper, and then I remembered the the notes that were signed Jack the Ripper. <laughs> yeah, I love it when people and give again, themselves their own name. But, Miley, what would be your serial killer name? Miley the Mutilator. That's you wouldn't pretty use good. your actual name, though. Oh, That'd yeah, be stupid. No. You would get caught. <laughs> I think I'd. it would have to be a guy name so that people would think it was a man. Miles the Mutilator. Ah, uh, still pretty close. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I really got nothing. I'm not very creative. My brain. Yeah, no, I got nothing. I think I would want to be called like. Um, I would want to. I would want to have a cool name. Like the thorn killer, and you kill someone by like slowly piercing their skin with thorns. That's how. That's that's. I'm scared. <laughs> that is concerning. One, I don't have the patience to stab someone repeatedly with thorns until they bleed out. I was gonna say, how long would that take? It would take a really long time. Two, I don't want to kill anybody. It would be like a week later that they would just be laying just there. Not- They'd be like, "Can you please just like." <laughs> do something like please just shoot me or something i, I don't want somebody. to i think that it would weigh on my conscience so heavily oh, yeah. that it would eventually drive me insane and also i don't have the mental or emotional capacity to be able to commit a murder yeah me either we've discussed this yeah i don't think i'd kill anybody you've said in the past that you could if i had to no yeah like if i, w- I could hit somebody with my car like if I thought I was in in danger in some yeah. way, but I couldn't like per- I could never purposely kill someone. I feel like I'm too level headed for that. It will take a lot. Maybe eventually one day if I have kids 
and somebody like, you know, did something really horrible to them, it would make me want to physically hurt somebody. But as of right now, I just, I don't know that I could. There's nothing. uh, mm, If someone did something to my girls, I would destroy their home. I'd probably burn their house down if they happen to be in it. That's their problem, not mine. Um, Yeah. If anybody's house catches on fire, it definitely was not Belle. For sure. Wasn't her. Don't hurt my kids. She was with me. She was with me. I'm studying that right now. Yep. There we go. You can follow us (laughs) at AMM Pod to see that I've never burned anyone's house down. How I can show proof of that, I can't, but... You'll just have to trust me on my word. (laughs) Yeah, on Instagram. (laughs) I'll tweet about not burning people's house down at AMM Pod 1. I will TikTok about it at AMM Pod. You can contact us at AppalachianMM at gmail.com. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Appalachian Monsters and Mysteries. Where you can see me not burn people's houses down. Exactly. (laughs) Also... Follow or like us on Facebook mm-hmm. to also know that Bell. I actually don't update our Facebook. That's what Miley does. So not very often, but I do my best. So it was great podcasting with you, Miley. Is this the end? <laughs> no. I'm scared. <laughs> and I just knock She's over gonna- the candle and burn <laughs> down the building. <laughs> Well, <laughs> what a way to end the podcast. <laughs> we'll we'll make sure that you all that the footage makes it to you. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> Bye.